Have you ever wondered what is watching you in the dark? Join us as we dive into the world of the oddly macabre. We hope you like small, dark spaces. Hey everybody, it's us again, Kara, Tila, and Bria, and welcome to our mini macabre. Your favorite sister trio, right? That's the thing. That's 100%. The macabre sisters. The macabre sisters. So today we are going to talk about superstitions. And where they come from and why they're a thing. Very superstitious. Uh, very superstitious. <laughs> bu- bu- du- bu- du. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked some pretty common ones that I feel like get referenced still quite often or at least are known. So we're just going to kind of go through some of them and discuss. So the first one that we're going to talk about is... Don't place two mirrors opposite each other. Do you guys know the reasoning for that? It creates a portal. Creates a portal. That is kind of one of the reasons, yeah. Traps your soul. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Mormons use it in their temples. (gasps) What? Yeah. They have a whole room. room It's got a whole bunch of mirrors. Yeah, and it's fucking, they're opposite each other, and it's like, Uh, traps your soul. The forever mirror. Sells you to Jesus. Forever mirror. Hmm. When I was reading... About this one specifically, I think I'm going to do a whole episode just on mirrors because there are some wild, like, ideas about mirrors. So, but it could actually probably be a lengthy one. But to to come, future thing there. Future. (laughs) Yeah. Future tense. (laughs) So for now, the superstition is to not place two mirrors opposite each other for both of the reasons that they stated. And also, there's a couple others. So the big one is like the feng shui of your home and making sure that you keep positive energy and good vibes. And if you have two mirrors facing each other, it disrupts that balance. It will result in negativity following you. So mirrors that are facing each other stop energy from flowing normally throughout your home, which can cause like sort of a dark umbrella over your entire residence. So if you are a happy-go-lucky person and you felt comfortable at home and all of a sudden that changes, then make sure you check the uh, mirror placement in your your place (laughs) because that could be the problem. (laughs) Definitely. It it hurts your energy too. And it's just not worth it. Yeah, facing mirrors is just just not worth it. (laughs) It can create a lack of motivation because mirrors form a connection with your mind and your spirit. So if two mirrors are facing each other, then they're going to start to steal away like your motivation because you're stuck in a loop because your reflection is, you know, technically stuck in the two mirrors now because it just bounces back and forth. Yeah. Like a, like a fun house. Like a fun, fun house. Fun house yeah. mirrors. Um, you might experience a lack of purpose. There's a belief that mirrors as reflectors reflect a person's life. So if two mirrors are facing each other then they're constantly reflecting nothing. And this can create energy that fosters like a sense of emptiness or a lack of purpose, which I feel like that kind of is contradictory to the one previous, but yeah, it's fine. Whatever. (laughs) 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 
It's fine. We don't need to talk yeah. <laughs> about the difference in opinions. Yeah. There might be an inability to concentrate. Mirrors that face each other can harass like a person's sense of clarity. Harass? Yeah. They're straight up harassing you. Harassment. They're harassing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> they can cause confusion or distraction, make it hard to concentrate. So, yeah, that could be one of the things. Uh, a lack of balance. So... We all need balance, very yin and yang in our lives. And so two mirrors facing each other can cause an imbalance just because of the things that we already talked about, basically. <laughs> so yeah. Pretty much. Check the mirrors in your home. Make sure that you are living comfortably and that you're not throwing off your feng shui. Don't fuck with the feng shui. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is one I actually didn't, I've never heard of before, which I thought was kind of... Interesting. Did you know that if you give somebody something sharp, you're supposed to, well, if somebody gives you something sharp, you're supposed to give them a coin in return? Uh-oh. I've done fucked up. You know up. how much money I would lose? Do you have any knives I give yeah. people? And Jeremy, oh. he's always got <laughs> knives that he's showing me and all of his little pocket knives and the amount of knives that we hand off at work. Just pocket knives and shit like that. I but I are they up. are they gifting them to you or are they just? Oh, is this a gift? Like if somebody gifts? Okay. Yeah, like if you receive a gift or like a oh. or something. Sharp. I have still fucked this up. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, not as bad as I did like the seventeen times people ask me for my pocket knife today. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I'm okay. Exactly. <laughs> Mine are just oh, all the knives then. that I own that are from Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start like like go to the bank and get like two hundred dollars worth of quarters and be like, here, Jeremy, I want this yeah, off my chest. I, I can't <laughs> handle the pressure anymore. <laughs> Here's all of the coins. <laughs> This superstition tracks back, well, they don't really know how far this one tracks back, probably to the point of where knives and or coins were created. So <laughs> it's been a hot minute. So the belief that a knife should never be given as a free gift um, is kind of what the superstition is about. So instead, you're supposed to exchange a coin along with the knife so the recipient can pay you for it. So the loop, the loophole here is if you are to give a gift of something sharp, include a coin so that they can give it back to you, basically. Or they'd be like, oh, hey, here's your coin. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know that was in there. Yeah. <laughs> ah, sneaky, sneaky. Ah, yeah. So the idea behind it is that... Or the symbolism, I guess, is that you're cutting a friendship. If you're just to give a knife or something sharp without receiving something in return or a coin in return, then the superstition is that you're cutting a friendship out. That's rude. You done ruined your friendship. Well, isn't it about intention anyway? So if I'm not intending to do that, is it really happening? I mean, mm -hmm. if you step on a crack and you break your mom's back, is that intentional? No. <laughs> well, maybe. I'm just kidding. Maybe <laughs> it is. I, well, I mean, it could be intentional, yeah. <laughs> could be. Um, I don't know. Superstitions are fucking weird. Fuck those burning bridges. Here's a fucking knife. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You're like, here's this. Fuck you, Ezekiel. You cut me out of your life, bitch. <laughs> I love it. This one... Also opened up kind of an interesting door that I might revisit at some point, but it was don't go right home 
after a funeral. Really? Unless you want a tormented spirit following you there. Mm. Wait, of the person at the... You yeah. know what? I'm fine collecting ghosts. It's, it's okay. You're like, it's fine. I'm going straight yeah. home. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so... This one's pretty straightforward. It's just the belief that if you go straight home, the spirit of the deceased will follow you and torment you. So you're supposed to go to another place before you're going home to ward off the spirit. So stop at the grocery store. Stop at dinner. So, so you're like, hey, I'm going to ditch the spirit here. Fuck that shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I lost him in the chip aisle. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you go to somebody else's home? Ooh. Oh, good question. Or what if two people, two separate people go straight home? Like, does the ghost, like, flip <laughs> a fucking coin? Like, fuck, now where do I go? He borrows your mirror portals and goes <laughs> back and forth. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah. So did you guys realize that whistling in, like, many forms is actually a big superstition. Uh, I know that you're not supposed to whistle in the forest unless you want some bad things to happen to you. Yeah. Whistling in the forest, whistling inside. Well, I'm fucked because I whistle all the time. Whistling at night. I'm actually just going to go through a bunch of these because I was interested to see how many different cultures have something about whistling. So in Turkey... It's wildly believed that whistling at night is calling for the devil. Mm. Turkey is not the only place where that is kind of a held superstition. So in Japan, people believe that whistling at night might disturb the quiet of the night and bring danger to yourself. In China, whistling is not only a call for evil spirits, but it can also summon supernatural beings, wild animals, and weather phenomena. Weather? <laughs> yeah. So the whistle is strong with these ones. Yeah, doobie. In Estonia, it's uh, believed that whistling indoors may bring bad luck and therefore set the house in fi- on fire, what? which I feel like is pretty intense. So in the UK, the whistling superstition is like, Taken to a whole nother level. Uh, in British culture, there is a superstitious belief in the seven whistlers, which are seven mysterious birds or spirits who call out to foretell death or a great calamity. A calamity? Uh-huh. <laughs> so in the 1800s, hundreds of like mine workers would like just stop working for the day, claiming that they'd heard a mysterious whistle and so they couldn't work because something bad would happen or... You know, something like that, like along those storylines. <laughs> mm. All of these superstitions are probably linked um, back to like when people were pagans and were highly concerned with spirits in the unnatural world. But today, most people don't even realize that it's a thing. So, <laughs> mm. um, but I thought that was kind of interesting how many different whistling bad juju there is. Well, now I feel like I need a whistle at work all the time. Bring that bad juju, burn that motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just make sure to do it inside. I'm always whistling. I'm just walking around whistling. So now I feel like <laughs> I've done fucked up. You are just spreading bad luck all over the place then. All of the bad. It does seem like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow. So the next one is don't cheers with water. Really? And I have heard of this before. So this one has like roots in ancient Greek mythology because the dead would drink from the river lathe in the underworld to forget about their lives above. 
So that's like a symbol of transition um, that the Greeks would offer a toast with water in their glasses to send off their dead. But now there's like several cultures that look down upon it. You're not supposed to do it. It's a big Irish one. And then also it's a big one in the naval folklore. So U.S. military, they actually forbid it, claiming that a toast with water will lead to uh, death by drowning. Really? Yeah. Cheersing with water is bad luck or basically you're wishing death upon like the recipient. (laughs) Oh, well, I I mean, I guess it depends on who the recipient is, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, because some I'd feel bad about others. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this next one is very much a familiar one to everybody. Uh, don't walk under a ladder. So the roots of this one are kind of interesting, I guess. They stem from ancient Egypt because the Egyptians regarded the shape of the triangle as sacred since it was the shape of the pyramids. Since a leaning ladder forms a triangle, walking under one was considered to bring misfortune. As they do, Christians adapted that into it being because a ladder was rested against the crucifix. It has become a symbol of wickedness, betrayal, and death. And walking under a ladder brings misfortune. Another one is that in medieval times, ladders were thought to resemble gallows. And so walking under a ladder, you would be destined for the gallows yourself. So Mm, yeah, yeah. so those ones are kind of interesting. But this one also came with a little extra tidbit. If you do walk under a ladder, then is there a way for you to reverse like your ill fortune? And there is. So you can make a wish while you're walking under the ladder. You can walk backwards through the ladder again. You can put your thumb between your index and middle finger as you walk under the ladder. Okay, like like I got your nose kind of deal? Yeah. Okay. This is called the fig sign, and depending where you are in the world can be seen as a mildly obscene gesture. So be check careful. yourself if you're okay. using that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can say bread and butter as you walk under the ladder. Bread and butter. You can cross your fingers and keep them crossed until you see a dog, which is truly my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, I'm walking forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have to walk with your legs crossed. So. <laughs> well, I mean, to see a dog, I'm okay with that. To see oh. a dog. Oh, your fingers. I guess cross your fingers, not your legs. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe cross both. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Maybe some people need to cross their legs and not their yeah. fingers. So. <laughs> um, and then another talked about remedy is to spit on your shoe. Oh. But don't look at your shoe until the spit is dried or spit three times between the rungs of the ladder. It seems easier just to avoid the ladder altogether. Yeah, that seems like a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. And then the last one is knocking on wood, which I feel like pretty much everybody does. But why do we do that? (laughs) You know what? I I knock on wood all the time and I have no fucking reason why. Yeah, I do too. Like if I say something and I'm like, oh, wait, I should have said that. I'll knock on wood or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So this one may date back to like ancient pagan times when people believed that spirits lived in the trees and touching or knocking on the tree would protect them from bad luck. Knocking on the wood was seen as like a gesture of thank you or asking the dog, the gods, the dogs. The (laughs) dogs. You know. I mean, God, dog, same same thing. (laughs) Is gesturing for them to bring blessings and good luck upon you. So when you knock on wood, that's what you're doing. Hmm. 
I didn't know that. I learned something new. Well, I've learned a lot of new things. Yeah, it was kind of fun going through these. And there are so many, so many just wild superstitions and things that we still all do that we don't really, I don't think anybody really knows why they do them. (laughs) But yes, so throwing throwing salt salt over your shoulder. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So what's the one when you take a shot, making sure that you tap it? On the table before you drink it. Okay, yeah, I I want to discuss that one because I've never done that until I joined the military. Yeah, and then I got yelled at for not tapping the table, and I was like, I don't know what that is. Why do we do that? It's kind of the same thing as like pour one out for your homies, right? Is it? I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's always the understanding that I've had of it. In Ireland, it's believed that the liquor contains spirits that could be harmful if consumed. So if you tap the glass on the on the table, it dispelled those spirits. Ah, see, there you go. There we go. Yeah. So you're not drinking evil spirits if you tap it on the table. That's good to know. I'm pretty sure that that's not why we do it, but I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I've always I've always understood it as like a homage to to the fallen, Mm. to your homes, to the homies, (laughs) yeah, to the broskies, (laughs) to the broskies. (laughs) So, are there any other ones that you guys can think of? Uh, What about putting the shot glass upside down? Ooh, that one I have. I don't even know if I know that one. So it's like you take your shot and then some people will put the shot glass back upside down on the bar. Oh, those people are just weird. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm sure. That Actually, to be honest, it. those people are assholes because that shit you have to fucking wipe up. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Any former bartender will be like, uh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Why did you do that? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> What about black cats? Oh, yeah. Black animals in general, they always get the bad rap. They really do. They do. Which is crazy to me. You know. Because I love, like, black dogs is like my kryptonite. Girl, me too. Black Uh, (laughs) dogs with the big ears. That's where I'm at. I know. If I see, like, a sad black dog, I'm like, I need to adopt it right now. I need it. (laughs) I need that dog. This coming from somebody who has two black labs. <laughs> None of my dogs have been black. Wow, Kara. Rude. The audacity. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the origination of black cats for bad luck is that um, Norman and Germanic people originated the idea of a black cat crossing your path, brought bad luck, and believed that a sighting of a black cat was a sign that death would soon occur. So the fears about black cats kind of spread from that. Hmm. Witches! And also, that's the other one is that um, people believe that black cats have like a symbol for being evil omens or being like a shape-shifting witch or familiars of witches. So what you're saying is I need to get like 17 black cats. Full send. Yeah, so black cats are awesome is what we're getting at here. Yeah, black animals in general. Yeah. They, they don't deserve to be in the shelters. Bring them home. Yep. So you've got your black cat familiar or you've got your Hecata version of uh, the dogs. <laughs> I like it. And herbs. So that's what I've got for you. And I found a book I kind of want to pick up because it was like a thousand different superstitions and where they come from and blah, 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 blah. But I didn't get it in time for the reporting of this episode. Sorry. Follow up. <laughs> okay. Another time we'll cover more superstitions. I like it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that because I love them. I love the superstitions. Me too. So in the meantime, if there are any superstitions that you would like to know more about, just shoot us an email. You only have to do the socials. Just shoot us a message on our social medias <laughs> at 
oddly macabre <laughs> on the IG, the Twitters, beep up, the socials, what are the other ones? TikTok, socials, yeah. All right, well, I will let you guys be released to succumb to your NyQuil oh, yeah, I'm coma out. and your just general exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I took a three-hour nap today, and I'm ready for bed. So oh, damn. <laughs> if that tells you anything. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. shit about ghosts but the computer freaked out <gasps> Kara has a tormented <laughs> ghost it's like bitch remember how you didn't go somewhere after my funeral <laughs> <laughs> right. okay we're good we're still recording <laughs> oh hey mine just turned off too hold up oh okay right alright oh, alright oh what the hell I think I just lost my whole no I hope not whoa 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 whoa, whoa buddy calm down everything's fine alright <laughs> We're sorry. Calm down, okay. you okay. ghosts. Whew. All the uh, ghosts <laughs> turn okay. it down. All y'all, chill. Okay. We good? I think so. Apparently, I, I have my ghosts under control. <laughs> I would hope so, in your case. <laughs> yeah, at this point in time, like, seriously? Like, don't be squaring uh, up here, okay? <laughs> That's not how we play this game. <laughs> I got your number, buddy. Yeah. <laughs>